Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly and Kim. Sarah will not be joining us for our 24 short story countdown in the holiday season because creepy Christmas stories have burned her one too many times. However, we are here to discuss an array of Christmas ghost and folktale stories leading up to Christmas Day. And today we are on day 14 with Carol of the Bells and Chains. This one was by Laura Parcell and is in the Winter Spirits Ghostly Tales for Frosty Nights. And I apologize, I did not get the chance to pull author information. And the plot of this one is Krampus. So, Kim, did okay, well, this... I'll... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'll start with... Um, uh, her name is Purcell. P-U-R-C-E-L-L. Purcell. And Krampus is not a plot. <laughs> Listen, I'm working with, like limited brain capacity so oh, this was funny. the one with the children yes the nanny and, the children yes so did this scratch your krampus itch oh my <laughs> god it was so good it was so good um and the fact that it it didn't make Krampus good. Um, it yeah, Krampus did some mean, mean things. Um, <laughs> and uh, everyone who got it deserved it. I wasn't sure about the I character. I don't know if her name was ever actually given. Um, the governess. Yeah, the, the governess. Yeah. Um. I wasn't sure why she was deserving and, and they never really, I mean, they kind of say that, you know, she abandoned her sister when, when, when she was on the ice and the ice was cracking. Um, but she, there's a little, little side comment at the very end where she had been flirting with the husband. Yes. She was. I had picked not, up on that. Yeah. I picked up on that really early and I was like, Oh my God, she is. she? It, oh, cause she they? kept talking about, and he, Lawrence's the baby eyes looked like yeah look look just like the dad look just like the dad and this one looked like the mother didn't like the ones that looked like the mother like the ones yeah. that looked like the dad yeah um this was a subtle right whilst being yeah. um aggressive you know because Krampus yeah. is he he beats the living shit out of him um yeah so you know I don't know do we need to cover what Krampus actually does do you want to cover what Krampus actually does well, I mean, I I can only say it to so much because yes, I love Krampus, but I've never really like delved okay, deep into Krampus. I can explain I just go, it. Okay, you go for it. So, Krampus is an Auster Austrian and German uh, tradition, so Bavaria, Bavarian area, um, where on the fifth of December, Saint Nicholas and Krampus will come to your house, and if you have been a good person. Then Saint or Saint Nicholas will stop Krampus from attacking you. If you have been a bad person, then in theory he either kidnaps the children or he has a birch branch that he smacks you with. And it used to be that people would dress up as these characters and go into these children's homes in order to make sure children continue to behave. So Krampus would lunge at the children as if they're going to go to attack them. Saint the person dressed up as Saint Nicholas would stop them and the kids would then get a small treat so that they knew that they had been good and to remind them to be good in the following year 
so that's like the basic premise of it is it's this reminder it's it's a counterbalance to saint nicholas santa claus the idea that those who are not well behaved will be punished and, and the they, like why it's called the carol of the bells and chains instead of just carol of the bells is because when krampus is walking around he has like large what we we would call a cowbell um yeah hanging off of chains on him as he's walking around and and doing his thing to uh um yeah and in certain tales he he puts children in the sack and steals them away when they're really bad and they never come back out of the sack um there are slight variations on it and i mean anyone who listened to our episodes last christmas knows that we read a book specifically about krampus uh so this is not like a foreign concept to our listeners unless you're listening for the first time with this episode or not gone back and read listened to our last christmas episodes um but yes i thought this was really well done and the fact that krampus is never overtly present yep it is just something that does happen and it's almost the main character's doing yeah because at one point she's like yeah because at one point she talks about or mentions the possibility that it was her fault that he shows up because she told the story um which i think is really interesting when you think about like folk tales and folklore and characters like that is do they have power because they are worthy of being scared of or do they have power because we continue to discuss them? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it falls back on one of my favorite Neil Gaiman books, which is American Gods. Do all of these things exist because we worship them? I say that in air yeah. quotes. Um, or because we manifest them through our belief in them. And and it's one of the things I, I genuinely like. We just talked recently about tropes and and this would be, I guess not really a trope because it's not written a lot, but it's a thing I like to see. Spoiler alert, the trope episode actually comes out later today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but but the point is is I don't think this is that's that's like a true trope, but it it is something I enjoy reading. Um, yeah. And, well, and yeah, no, I thought this was well done. And it works really well with Krampus because Krampus has seen a resurgence as the folk tales come up i mean particularly here in the united states one of the like areas where we kind of suppressed people was germanic um german immigrants kind of stuck out as being different so a lot of their traditions are much more subtle in the like transference in families um and so Krampus was one that did not linger in the United States. It's just now coming into popularity. Um, I think I saw an article the other day talking about the fact that, you know, in the United States, Krampus is now this, like, big thing. And that's only been, like, the last five, six years. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it can be tied back to uh, as we become a global community, people are seeing these other traditions in other countries and going wow, that's actually kind of cool. And I think the parades that are going on, uh, well, went on um, up till the 5th. Yeah. And watching the people dress up as Krampus and walk, do the parades and and do all of that. Um, 
which God, I love those. I didn't get as many this year as I did last year. Um, oh man, I've been getting them all the time. I try to send them to you so you can get a, yeah, I I do know you you love them. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, but this, I thought this story in particular was just really well executed as far as, um, you, you definitely know that, that there's the possibility of the manifestation or the possibility that the children were just so bad that it brought Krampus, you know, Mm -hmm. in and of itself. Um, the favoritism of the parents you know, there there was a lot going yeah. on it it was just really well executed it was is a very enjoyable story well written um one you'll be reading yeah. again yes yes and i love the fact that it's in this book the one i keep talking about where it has that cover that i want to it to, to age wear down and, and age and... yeah and and as i fall into these different stories and this will definitely be um, I thought it was great that it was the last story in in the book too. Um, it just mm-hmm. kind of seemed to fit there as we we because we're not um, reading them in order. We're just reading them yeah sporadically. But, a yeah. much better way to end than Christmas and other horrors with that weird sex one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this ended in a better eerie note than that one did. Yeah, most definitely. So, any other thoughts? I, were you surprised that she ended up dead in the end? No, not at all. Yeah, no. It was, yeah. It, it, this was an exceptionally well-executed ex- story. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I wasn't surprised, mostly because I very early on realized that, like, she something had gone on with the father. I was surprised that the father hadn't actually acted on it. I thought for sure something was going on between the two of them. So when he was like, oh, she just kept flirting with me, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This wasn't even I, like an of action was, moment. It was just intent. I really appreciated the fact that it the writer didn't fall into that trope of, of course, yeah. you know, he's sleeping with the nanny. You know, um, yeah. Instead, it was, yeah, you know, this this person came into our lives and is just kind of here, and I got to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Any other? Under- final thoughts no okay then on that note our intro and outro music is by howard harper barnes and is called a snowflake's tale from epidemic sound don't forget to like rate and subscribe to book pile banter on spotify amazon music itunes or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts we'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms such as instagram or tiktok You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. And don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow with the next short story. 